This is The Raw Project, where wisdom and encouragement meet authenticity. Hi, welcome to The Raw Project, real authentic wisdom. Glad to be back. I've been gone a couple of weeks, but I'm glad to be back with you. I want to say thank you so much for your comments. Thank you for the texts and the emails and just the personal comments that you've given to my son and myself about uh, the Raw Project. It's just been uh, overwhelming and we really appreciate it. I also want to shout out to you and say thank you. We were up to 70 subscribers and I'd like to see that hit 100 uh, before the end of the year. And so if you uh, have a friend that you think that the Raw Project will help, uh, send it to them and let them watch some of the episodes. Uh, it might really encourage them. And so thank you for that. Keep your comments coming, keep your likes coming. We really appreciate it. So today is episode eight. And in episode eight, I want to talk to you about uh, anxiety. I want to talk to you about anxiety today because uh, I have a raw story about it that something that happened to me personally just last week as it pertains to anxiety. And I recognize that in our culture that anxiety is just like the buzzword, but not in a positive way. Obviously, it's not a positive word, right? But uh, it's just something that has like overtaken our culture. People are so anxious and their anxiousness has led them to panic attacks and not being able to go out socially because they have social anxiety and there's so many um, anxieties. And I, I was a person that wasn't, I'm not normally anxious. I, um, I'm a pretty calm person. I can, I can get passionate about things for sure, but I'm a pretty calm person even in the midst of dealing with difficult situations or trouble. I'm usually pretty calm. And um, so when people would come to me and talk to me about you know, their anxiety or, or panic attacks or social anxiety or all these types of things, I had great empathy. I, I felt so moved by their pain, but I couldn't, I couldn't actually like identify completely with it. It was, um, I wanted to, but I just, I just didn't know how that actually felt or so I didn't think I knew. And so here's my raw story. So you guys know I'm in college and um, I'm taking this chemistry class. I'm not, I'm not sciencey. I'm not mathy. I'm not any of those things. Right. So I've been in it and that's hence, that's probably why I haven't been on the raw project is that I've been studying and um, trying to keep up with my other work. And, um, what happened was I came to my first big exam, my first big exam, which was last week. And so there were, it was over three chapters. There was so many conversions and, um, algebra pro I mean, just so much math and so much, uh, so many things that I needed to remember and all these things. And so I'd start, I had started getting worked up and I didn't even realize that I just started getting worked up. And sometimes people, when you have 
um, anxiety, you start getting worked up in your thoughts. Remember episode seven, I talked about how thoughts are so powerful, how they just can come in and like take over. Well, I realized here in episode eight that, you know, anxiety is a lot of times driven by thoughts, just driven by just you being overtaken in your mind by all these what ifs and I can't and how is this going to work and all these thoughts that come in your mind. It, it fuels anxiety. And so back to the raw story. So I was uh, preparing for this test and um, prepare, you know, I knew that I was going to have to work equations and all these things. And I knew that I needed to know a lot of terms. And I mean, it just was off the chart, right? All these, all these things that I needed to know. And so I started getting worked up and I could feel myself. I could feel, I could feel something growing inside of me, but I didn't really identify it, uh, as anxiety. Because like I said, I'm not normally an anxious person. I, I don't normally get anxiety over things. And so I, but something was growing and uh, it just kept growing and growing and growing. So finally I put off taking the test until almost the last possible moment. And um, I start, I sit down and I started to, uh, you know, take the test. Well, it's timed and it's proctored. So it's like you're, uh, you're being filmed and I, there's just all this stuff. And I started to really have like a major anxiety attack. I mean, I couldn't read, I couldn't, um, I was reading the questions, but I couldn't understand them. I was looking at things that I knew that I had studied, that I, I, I was, I, I just was losing it. I was losing it in that moment. And I was just like, I couldn't get myself calmed down. And thank God that somebody was there uh, that was able to uh, talk to me and just kind of calm me down and just get me to the place where I could like stop wasting my time freaking out and start reading the questions and answering the questions on the test. And so when I got finished with that and like the next day, I think was Sunday or Monday, I can't remember the time frame, but I realized what had happened and I realized what had happened the whole week. So for the whole week, I was literally in this high octane anxiety and I didn't even really realize it until like the day of the test and then after that. And uh, it was my husband who encouraged me and he said to me, he goes, gosh, you really have like serious test anxiety. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what that was. And for the first time, I was like, OMG, this is what people feel when they're going through an attack of anxiety. And I thought, 
I could have just cried because I realized how difficult. And I was actually telling the story to a group of people and uh, I did cry. And I, because I, I finally, I finally understood what had happened to me. And then I understood really for the first time what people go through when they are anxious or when an anxiety or a panic attack, when something like that comes over them, what that actually feels like. And so I just was, I was moved, like I said, to tears because for my own situation, but I was moved to empathy and to tears over other people who struggle with this. And it's serious. And and not that I didn't think it was serious before, but now I just understand it at another level that I didn't understand it before. And so I was thinking about, you know, what could I what could I do different? And because I have like two more tests and a, and a final exam and a lab exam and a lab fine. I have all these things still coming up. I'm, I'm learning new concepts and all these things. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the world? I, I can't go through this every time that I'm getting ready to take a test. I can't have this paralyzing anxiety. And so I was thinking about other people, like when people go out into social settings and they have this paralyzing anxiety that they can't even walk into a room or they go, uh, you know, to the doctor or they, or they have, or they try to have a relationship or whatever. And they just have this paralyzing anxiety and it drives them to want to just, you know, stay at home alone, or they want to maybe veg out on movies or they want to, uh, just, you know, be, uh, by themselves and not talk to anybody or just they just go into this place and maybe it's even a dark place where like i talked about last episode their thoughts just come in and just invade and then it and it puts kerosene on their anxiety and then it just turns into this really uh this huge mountain that they can't overcome and so um, I'm not going to sit here today and say, oh, I have some, I know, I, I know the secret. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that to you because, um, I don't, I don't have the secret. I don't have the secret sauce or the secret recipe, uh, for, uh, overcoming it, but I do have some thoughts and I do have some, um, things that may help you, uh, to overcome in in the moment, in the moment when you're dealing with anxiety and or or you're or you recognize that it's starting to build and you're you're starting to feel the symptoms and you're and you're being triggered and all these things. Um, I want to talk to you a, a little bit about that. So for me, what happened was is that I initially, like I said, I couldn't um I couldn't understand what was happening to me. Like, so this, this anxiety was building. So it started like on a Monday or a Sunday before. And, and I think I took my test like on a Saturday or a Friday evening or Saturday morning, something like that. And so it started building all week long. I started thinking about 
you know, the situation that I was getting ready to go into. And so that's my first point is that, you know, first of all, you have to kind of recognize what triggers your anxiety. And um, like I said, I didn't know I had anxiety um, and I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. But now that I recognize it, I realized that what was triggering me was the idea of that A, I didn't know if I knew the equations. I didn't know if I could work them. I didn't know if I would be able to remember. I didn't know if I'd be able to get done within the time frame. All these things. And ultimately, I knew that I needed to pass the class, <laughs> you know? And so there's this, there's this cloud looming over me. Like, I, I've got to pass this, you know? This is like my graduation. I got to get through this, right? And so what happened was it went from, you know, simply taking a test over the material that I'd been working on for the past three weeks to I'm not going to graduate. You see how how your this these irrational thoughts can just overtake your mind. And so in that moment as i was being triggered the trigger was like the test and you know the math and the algebra and all the other things i was being triggered by all those things and getting prepared for the test and all this stuff i went from that to i'm not going to graduate <laughs> that i'm not going to be able to finish this uh degree that I've been working on for literally 30 years. I'm not going to finish it. I've told everybody and their mother and their mother's mother, whoever, I've told everybody that I know now and people that I don't know uh, that this is what I'm doing. And so all of a sudden, this got massive. It just, it just started to go from like this little bitty uh, molehill into this massive mountain. And as it was growing, you know, like in my thoughts and in my mind, what was happening was that the anxiety was just growing and I didn't realize it. So Monday it was growing, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it was just growing to the time that I sit down, you know, in front of my computer to take this test. I was practically hyperventilating, right? You know, I was looking at him. I was just like, I don't know this. I don't know this. I don't know. I don't know. And just like, I wanted to go through and, you know, and hit C, right? <laughs> they tell you on a multiple choice, you know, just hit C, you know, you might get, you might have a 50-50 chance. I don't know. But that's what I wanted to do. And I was so overwhelmed in that moment. I was so filled with anxiety. And so rewind, when I go back and I think about it, it was that I needed to grab a hold of those irrational thoughts from the very beginning, from like day one. Yes, was the test going to be hard? Yes, and it was. But did I know enough material to be able to give it the old college try to pass? Yes, I did. Um, had I been working on it? Yes, I had. Did I understand a lot of things? Yes, I did. 
And so here's one of the things that I want to tell you about anxiety and about the triggers. A lot of times anxiety is triggered by something new, something that you're not comfortable with, obviously, something that you haven't done before and you just feel so overwhelmed with it. Sometimes anxiety is triggered by things that you do over and over again that you just can't uh, get over, like going into a crowded room or um, those types of things. And so for me, in that moment, I realize now, rewind, looking back at what happened to me, was I realized that I let my thoughts become more and more irrational until they pushed me to the point where I realized that I, I, I just, I wasn't going to graduate. And then at that point, I just wanted, I just wanted to give up and give in to my full blown anxiety and just lose it in that moment. And I realize now that I, that, you know, when I'm going into something new, um, like this class and I'm going into something that's going to challenge me, that's going to stretch me, that's taking me out of my comfort zone. I have to, I have to go in the inside of myself and I have to remember who I am. My identity is so important. Your identity is so important as it pertains to this anxiety because you know if i had have realized that or i could have been talking to myself about yes ruthann you do know this equation yes you know those terms yes you can do it within uh, a certain amount of time because you've already done that on your homework you've done that on your quizzes you know and so what do I mean by my identity? My identity is such that, you know, yeah, I'm not going to be a chemistry professor or, you know, or a chemist, but do I have the ability to learn? Yes. Do I have the ability to pass a test? Yes. You know, do I have the ability to, to do uh, what it takes to be able to do certain things? I do. And so I have to be able to tell myself those things as I start to feel like I'm getting overwhelmed. I have to start speaking truthful things to myself. And you have to do the same thing. You have to start speaking truthful things to yourselves. And I told you last time, whatsoever things are true you have to start doing that you have to start speaking the truth to yourself so that's one thing i realized that i i needed to do you know now i know the feeling most people that have anxiety they obviously they know they know that feeling that starts to come over them and it's in that moment that i would strongly encourage you to start speaking truthful things about yourself about the situation that you're getting ready to enter. For me, the situation was the test. For you, it may be that crowded room. For it may be, you know, you going and and talking with, 
you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife or whatever. It may be whatever situation that it is, you know, you start to talk or speak truth about it. Start to talk about the truth, about that thing, about yourself and about the situation to the best of your ability. Another thing that I realized in my raw story, what was happening to me, um, and this anxiety, the other thing I realized is that I needed to have somebody that I could actually talk to that would listen to me, that wouldn't try to minimize what I was feeling, that wouldn't try to invalidate that I was actually having anxiety, that wouldn't try to talk me out of it, but would actually listen to me and then encourage me. And so that happened to be my husband. I was very lucky. I was, I was very, uh, I was so thankful because he happened to be there and he could actually like listen to me and then he calmed me down. He was able to talk to me and calm me down and then I was able to proceed and I got through and I passed the test and everything was, everything was kosher, it was great. Um, but the next day or so when I was realizing what was happening to me or even later that day, he sat down with me and he was like, oh my goodness, I, I've never seen you like that. What was going on? And I was able to describe to him and I was able to talk to him about the whole week that was leading up to this thing and all the thoughts that were in my mind and whatever. And he just sat there and he listened to me. He didn't try to, like I said, invalidate it or talk me out of it or make me feel small or make me feel silly because, you know, it's just like a test. It's not that big a deal. He didn't do any of those things. He actually listened to everything that I had to say. And then after I was finished, after a while, he started to like encourage me. And then he started to tell me things that he could do to help me to prepare and to be ready even more ready for the next test that I have. So I realized that's what people with anxiety, when they have anxiety, that's what they need. They need somebody to listen to them, you know, and, and not try to like talk them out of it or, or make them feel less than or bad about what's happening to them, but they need somebody to listen to them. But they need somebody to encourage them that they can overcome, that they can make it out of that anxious situation and, um, and that they can do it. And so I realized that's the second thing that I realized that, that, you know, you need, you know, you need somebody to listen to you and you need somebody to, to encourage you, to tell you, you can make it, you can overcome, um, anxiety. It doesn't have to be, uh, paralyzing. And I tell you, I was paralyzed for like a whole week with this anxiety and I didn't even realize it. And I realized that there are people that are watching this, that are listening to this, that are just paralyzed by anxiety when it comes on them. And they need people that can understand 
um, that this is like a real thing and they need people to be able to listen to them, to listen to them and hear, but they also need people to be able to encourage them that they can make it, that they can actually make it through that. And so that's kind of like the second thing. And then I think the last thing is, you know, something that is really uh, helpful to me um, and what was helpful in that week or, you know, as I kind of realized it now, when I'm looking back, another thing that I realized that was, that could be helpful to me was just really putting in the proper thoughts up here in my mind. And like I said, I talked to you last time about thoughts and how they can, they can control you, how they can just take you to a dark place, how they can just really wreck your mental health. And, um, and I realized that, and they don't have to be, they could be about any situation or any circumstance that you find yourself in, whether you've had a bad breakup or you've gone into a new situation, a new job or a new, uh, time frame in your life, a new season of your life, whatever it is that can cause you such anxiety. Um, you know, you, you need to uh, work on what you think about and how you think about yourself in those particular situations. And I just realized that, you know, I had a really really low self-esteem about myself and being able to um, finish this college. I just had low self-esteem uh, in myself, thinking that, you know, I just didn't have the mental capacity to be able to take these hard classes. And I thought to myself, that's probably why I didn't graduate in the first place. It's probably why I didn't finish in the first place because I just felt like I couldn't do it. And I, I realize now that I, I need to start to talk to myself about who I really am and my identity. You know, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a lot of things, but there are a lot of things that I am. And I need to focus on what I am versus what I'm not and not let uh, all that negativity just come in and start dictating to me how I feel, what I'm gonna do, how I'm gonna do it, how I'm not gonna accomplish or whatever. I need to really start uh, rethinking and changing my thoughts in my mind about certain things. And I realized that when I do that, when I start changing my thoughts about chemistry, you know, my thing right now is that, um, when I start changing my thoughts about chemistry and about, uh, you know, me being able to get through it and all these things, when I started to change my mind about it, now I'm like, okay, you know what? I can do that. And I'm not concerned if I get a D 
A D is passing. I'm not concerned, you know, I'm not trying to be an A plus student. I just, I want to, I want to get through. And if I do really well and I get an A or a B or whatever, that's awesome, you know, whatever. But if I do my best and I get a C or a D, that's awesome. And so I'm starting to realize that when you're in a situation that makes you anxious, whatever that may be, when you're in that situation, you have to start telling yourself the truth about it. You have to start speaking truth to yourself. And that will help you to uh, start to overcome anxiety about certain situations or issues or things that you find yourself going through. And I just want to encourage you to do that. And I want to say to, I just want to say to all the people that are dealing with really severe anxiety, I just want to say that, you know what? You have a friend in me. You really do. You have a friend in me and you have a friend in my son, Harrison, because I tell you, we both now understand what it's like to be paralyzed in an anxious situation and how demoralizing and how um, hard it is when you find yourself in that place and wondering if anybody is really going to understand. And I tell you, you have a friend in us. I understand. And also, I want you also to know that I will pray for you because that's the other thing. I pray and I would encourage you to say a prayer for yourself when you feel that anxiousness coming on because I tell you, it can be like you know, it can be paralyzing and I don't want you to be paralyzed and I don't want to be paralyzed. So grab a hold of some of these truths that I gave you today and see if you can't put them into practice. And if you need a friend or you need somebody to listen to you, I'm here. Shoot us an email, shoot us a comment, what have you. We'd be happy to talk to you. We'd be happy to listen. Have a great day. We'll see you next time on The Raw Project.